up. People are putting their shitting pants back on. Shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Because pants shitting is definitely happening. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Hog Story. I'm just sitting here hoping that I don't get reclassified as a dwarf planet. I'm Fletcher. And where I don't know what I'm about to say and I'm going to have to uh That's the lamest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> you would you did a better job rapping earlier. Should do. Um, I think that's what you should do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's do it again. The way I see it, Barry, this should be a very dynamite show. Dynamite show in three, two. Oh boy! You ready? Yeah. Okay. People are putting their shitting pants back on. Shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Yeah, because pants shitting is definitely happening. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I'm the one that fucked up this time. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Not fucking around anymore. All right, not fucking around. Serious. This is a serious show for serious people. Everybody's so serious who listens to the show. <laughs> Super oh wait, serious. you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're super serial guys. Super serial, everybody. Right. Okay. It's sunny, bitch. People are putting their shitting pants back on. Shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Because pants shitting is definitely happening. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Hog Story. Where my name is Fletcher and I'm here to say really suck at rapping. Coming at you from Keswick while you're looking at your I've been I'm Carolyn. Uh, uh, don't don't be stingy. Thank you, everybody. Baseline. There's Shanetta. Monday. You killed us dead. That's looking pretty good. <laughs> I decided to dress horrier for for you. Yeah, This one, I thank you, everybody. And it's a Monday. Yeah, it is. Monday. Yeah, that's right. It is Monday. And I made sure to put it on the board. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, in the pre-stream, I I realized I didn't say I some I just turn it off. I don't even save the kit. Don't even mm. save it because I because I want to change up where where clips are. Uh, surprise myself. Living dangerously. 
just living dangerously, you know, just hitting buttons like this. That's looking pretty good. Yeah, it Happy does look Monday pretty good. To too. Thank you. Monday. Indeed. Happy Monday. Yes. Episode three, 316. Like, uh, like Austin 316. Austin 316. It's too bad I didn't take any fucking uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin clips. That's okay. Because you know what? I found out that... I, I got some clips, but not from uh, from wrestlers, but like writers. And one of them is Freddie Prinze Jr. Okay. Which I didn't know that. And I was pretty, it was pretty cool. And he has a podcast and he talks about- What does about, he write? He, he, writes, uh, he writes for the, um, uh, for the show, for the WWE. And like oh, Raw and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or he did, but yeah. Wow. As a podcast and talks about it, yeah, and that well, was pretty cool. Sweet, <laughs> so, we'll have to get into guess, uh, some of those later then. Yeah, <laughs> show a bus just drove like, by. That's great. That's oh, that's cool. What kind of bus was it? School bus. Oh, school bus. Late night school bus. It is kind of late, isn't it? Yeah, seven yeah, p.m. my time. What the fuck are those kids doing? They're like you know after school math class probably. You know, like mm, after school, math long division. Decathlon. Math decathlon. <laughs> it's competitive math. It is. It's the most uh, competitive of all maths. But seriously, I did go to a school where um, we the the school placed like number one in like math competitions. Yeah. Nice. It's yeah. It was pretty cool. It's a nice way of getting out of class. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, we'll join the math competition. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And then sometimes I would surprise myself and actually get the answers right. I think I got two. Like, they'll give you, like, five questions. I never got all five questions, but sometimes I'd get, like, two. That, would, and, that was always the and, most surprising thing for me was uh, when I got math answers right. Yeah. And it wasn't me on a calculator. I mean, I could, yeah, you know, like, get a calculator. Show my work, out. and then I look at my work, and it was right. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> look at that, <laughs> my work. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, could not believe it. Oh yeah, and um, and we got a, we got a voicemail line. And we want people to give us a call. Uh, yeah, we do. do. 430-201-4841. That's exactly what uh, we want you to call. You can tell us what is your favorite wrestling move. And we yeah. even have a jingle uh, that might help you remember this here number. I'm, I love that. I'm going to open my beer because you played that. I love it. I'm going to open mine too. I, uh, what kind I of beer also do you have? Open up the PayPal page. Ah! Uh, what the I'll fuck, Brave? What are you doing? I'll, I'll talk about my beer. Uh, so this is uh, Rush beer because Rush <laughs> made it. Yeah. That, you know, when I put my it, ear up to when I opened it, is it that's Rush exactly, beer with a hint of lime light? 
No, they didn't. No, they didn't put lime in it. I don't think they, they did. They missed the perfect opportunity for light beer with lime. Rush's limelight. Oh. Well, this is this is gold Canadian golden ale and it's got 5.5% per volume. Nice. Uh it's got the uh 20 what is it? 21 something? 2112? Yeah, 2112. Is it yeah, the, the pinnacle with a guy in front of it? Yeah, that's the guy. Oh yeah. yeah. It's also in hemispheres. Oh, okay. And it says God and Al say order me a case. That's pretty cool. Jet Jeed? Oh, get Ged. Oh, Ged and Al. See, get they put Al. this in get see they put this in like you know, calligraphy or something and it was hard to see the O and it's very tiny. They put it in it was Caligula. An o- Caligula, yeah, they put there was it was murderous and debauchery and everything. Oh, I thought that minute made your blood thicken. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's a good hearty beer. Then <laughs> it is. It's 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 a nice nice beer. As soon as you open it, you can hear hear them play. I'm having a pale ale by Sierra Nevada. It's in a nice Very tall nice. can, nineteen point two fluid ounces. Ooh. Whatever that is in maple units. Fluid ounces. Nice. Yeah. Because beer so is a fluid. Yes. I rec- I always recommend people consume it in a fluid form as opposed to uh, other forms. Yeah. Solid beer is not that great. No. No, you don't get to enjoy it in the same manner. No, you usually have to get like a ice pick after it. Yeah. Yeah. And then have to wait for it to melt. So you have to... So, you know, ice ice is just a solid water, but it's a different name, you know? Yeah. Than water. That's true. Does frozen beer have a separate name? Mm. I wonder. Mm. Like beer slushy? I don't know. We'd have to ask the uh, Inuit. They're the ones with all the different words for snow and shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, do you think think they'll make uh, beer slushies? Like you go to the like the corner store and like they make you like you know, you know you can should. get like fruit they fruit should. flavored ones and like you know Coca Cola yeah, and all yeah, that yeah right that's just what I was thinking the Coca Cola yeah. one the white cherry like yeah all that crap and then why can't they have like a Miller High Life or a Newcastle slushy? Brown Ale slushy oh that would be so oh Newcastle Brown Ale slushy would be so good it'd be pretty fucking good old recipe I, like the new recipe I uh, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, from from uh, Todd Costa, United Todd Costa. Kingdom. Yes, they they best. Well, let's uh, right. let's sing some uh, executive producers for this episode. You want to start it off? Yes, yes, I do. Um, we always want to thank Nodebit. 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 That's right. Oh, I love it. Oh, I should get my drum. Uh, okay, too late. I'm getting my. But I got okay. So I got my drum now. Yeah, node bit. That was closer than I thought it was. <laughs> um, he, if you are listening to the stream live, it's all thanks to node bit. Node bit. No, and if it, you're no in, credit, no shit. That's right. And if you are on IRC and you see Chad and Stacy, those are the bots. Chad will give you the weather and some quotes from Trailer Park Boys and and dot uh, T search. Oh, dot t- Twitter searches, mm-hmm. fuck my life searches, 
Um, we need justice for Chad. So that's why we need justice for Chad. You know, sometimes. Stacey, uh, relaying stuff from Discord, including your boostograms. That's right. Live right so, into the chat room. Yeah. So if you boosted us, if you used a, a, a nude podcast app, a podcasting 2.0 compliant app, sending us Satoshis uh, that way, um, you will see your message right in the chat room. It's pretty cool. So, it's very uh, cool. It just pops right up. Pops right up. Pretty pretty instantaneous. And we have a new sound. We, every week we have a different sound. So each time that you send us a boostagram, some Satoshis, you'll you'll hear a cool sound. Yes, we got a cool new one this time. And uh, I don't. I don't. If think you're it was listening to the yet. recorded version, you haven't heard it yet. It was heard yes. earlier on the live stream. It was, yes. So uh, go ahead. You can uh, boost us, and uh, we'll, we will read it right on the air, your boostergram. We also want to thank uh, Void Zero. Hey uh, As always, because uh, if, if it were not for Void Zero, we would not be having Void the show as quick. Yes. I couldn't stop it once it started. No, that's fine. Like the Rolling Stones, once you start them up. And oh, I love it. Yes. And and that was from the uh, Void Zero uh, show. His pre-show. His pre-show on the No Agenda stream before No Agenda. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and we want to, what? Oh, I was going to say I wanted to read a, read a, a boostergram. Oh, well, let me uh, thank these executive producers first. Oh, okay. I won't, don't let me interrupt you then. Yes. Um, want to say thank you to, well, none other than Lavish. Lavish. You can suck my dick. He sent us <laughs> nine, nine, nine. And a note that nine, says, yo, yo, yo. Nine. Yo, 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 lavish. Yo, 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 lavish. Whoa. A lot of nines in there. So cool. Nine, 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 nine. He's one half of uh, Behind the Schemes, which is, uh, 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 comes after us. He is. Uh, he is precisely half. Yes. Precisely half. It's quite 50%. lavish. He's the other half of uh, Behind the Schemes. Uh, check them out. Uh, Black mm-hmm. Knight of... The moth. Yeah. And we want to thank uh, AT, that's Alpha Tango. Alpha Tango. And that's, um, what is that? That might be C Brooklyn. It is. It might be. C Brooklyn 112. Oh, okay. C Five Hogaroo monthly donation. Well, thank you we so really much. We really appreciate that. And uh, another $5 uh, monthly donation comes in from Sharky. Sharky. Look at that guy just uh, with freaking laser beams on his freaking forehead. <laughs> as well as Geek Squared with her dollar a month donation. Oh, hello. Thank you. Hello. Yes. Hope she's doing well. Hope you are all doing well. Yes. Yes. I am wishing you all well. As well as. And my drum. Our first booster grammar that came in right before the show. You can go oh, ahead and read that. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I had it open. Uh, we want to thank. Oh, it's a uh, Pfeiffer coming in Hey-o. with uh, six thousand six hundred sixty-six sats, and he is using 
fountain and he says trap dog plus plus so we were playing that's what it was that's what it was we were playing an end of show mix that fletcher and i did called trap dog and that was about adam curry's trap dog yes and i realized that i was just peeing on myself squirt it into your mouth <laughs> that's gross <laughs> there's another boozy gram that came in from uh sir omaha yes Same. yes diamond cutter boost with 42 Ooh. 42 his nipples must be hard oh must be yeah yeah those That's are those cool. are those diamond cutters yeah <laughs> 42 excellent just straight 42 shots let's take those straight 42 shots that's right i wonder straight if i need to drop this into the right place Let's see if I'm that good. I have okay. privilege. I have oh. this beautiful, beautiful white Labrador. Labs are great dogs, good beginner dog. I gotta tell you, man, this dog was looking at me like, choose me. I think we're going to adopt this dog. Trap dog, trap okay. dog. This is what it was. This 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 is what it was. That's what it was. I gotta remember it's twenty five <laughs> seconds in. Oh, okay. It does okay. the trap dog, trap dog. Trap dog, trap dog. I cried like a big dumb homo. Yeah. You might might have to ISO it. ISO your uh, ISO our own uh, end of show mix. <laughs> Stranger things have been done. That that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you uh, for the boostograms right there. Yes, thank you, uh, everybody. I hope you like that sound. <laughs> I know it's pretty good. <laughs> I uh, heard that lady say that on NPR today. Oh, what are they? What are they on about on NPR over there? And with their Actually, hyphenated it, it really names. wasn't a funny story at all. Uh, so I didn't take any clips from it. Okay. Except for that. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so it was. Um, oh, which one? Um, I just felt something hot on my legs, and I realized that I was just peeing on myself. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how it's out of context and I have no idea what she's uh why why she's discussing this. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, like even in the actual context of the story it was still strange for her to mention that. But um she was talking about getting the news from her daughter that her son had been shot and was in the hospital. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a good story. It was 40 minutes of uh, just listening to this lady going like, Jesus, Jesus, oh. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but she's a, I think she's up for an Emmy tonight. I'm not sure what her name is. Mm-hmm. She's won a Choney as well. Choney. Mm. Oh. Oh, indeed. Oh. Oh. Do you think the producers won a Choney? You know, what? like like the the production of uh, Mel oh, Brooks's the, oh, uh, yes. the producers. No, you can't just leave it just like that. Like the producers, <laughs> the which producers. <laughs> the, and know. I realized that I was just peeing on myself. Squirt it into your mouth. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got another one. Uh, her name is Cheryl Lee Ralph. That's who she is. Oh, okay. Uh, she's Cheryl on a Lee comedy Ralph. series called Abbott Elementary. And she's up for an Emmy or some shit for it. Who knows? I don't care about those award shows. Yeah, yeah. Pfeiffer coming in again. He is coming in again. With quad fours saying, RKO boost out of nowhere. Whoa. RKO. What's an RKO? Maybe I missed something. Um, 
red knight oscillators. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I can get down with that. Oscillate those red knights. Rusty kit ostrich. (laughs) Oh, okay. So in in the chat room, uh, Pfeiffer says, Randy Orton's finishing move, wrestling. And then uh, Cold Acid posts a, a photo. Let's see. Let's or not a photo. A wiki wiki list wiki dot org. That's interesting. That. Hmm. Oh, that's a uh, radio. Radio Pictures Inc. Okay. So I guess it could oh. be many different things. Radio Keith Orpheum. Orpheum. Oh, Orpheum. Your mom was an Orpheum. <laughs> the RK. How do you I know? See. The Randy knockout, you know? I guess. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. That is cool. Very nice. Yeah, Pfeiffer, you can uh, you can catch him Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on the two-hour yeah. folk hour. It's him and Rusty Apples. That's right. Bringing yeah. bluegrass and folk tunes. Starts I, I the morning a, off right. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, listening to it on on the this past Sunday. Uh, you had the, had a bit of. Uh, gospel had a bit of uh um bluegrass and some covers that were just it was it was awesome yeah oddly enough i enjoyed listening to it too (laughs) i'm glad you do too (laughs) rusty apples and pfeiffer do uh do a great show so check them out uh pfeiffer brings the heat he um he surprised me with these with these tunes he brings up he's like you know this person i'm like no i don't know shit about book (laughs) And then, then the you know it plays a song. I'm like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that was fucking great. <laughs> Me, I'm just looking for uh, cover tunes, you know, done in a, a folk or bluegrass style. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm a derp. Well, they're they're pretty cool though. I like the covers. Some of them are pretty because, good. Some of them yeah. are better than others. Oh, of course. I've got yeah. a god awful cover for next Sunday. <laughs> it's literally the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song for the trolls. Oh, because well, I dude. myself am a troll. So you gotta you'll you'll be able to listen to it uh, nine a.m. Central, ten a.m. Eastern uh, on the No Agenda stream. I mean, not me, uh, Rusty Apples. That's right, Rusty Apples and Pfeiffer. Not not the high pitched voice of Rusty Apples either. Not the guy that's just like it's me, Rusty Apples. He apparently was an imposter. It's Rude. the uh, Ford Truck Month voiced. Rusty. That oh okay. Ford Truck Month. Rusty Apples. He's a smoker. That's why. Makes a, makes a lot of sense. I I don't I think just the high felt something hot on my legs. It's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so, um, where can I begin? Uh, I got some wrestling clips. You got some wrestling clips? Well, hit me with some wrestling clips. I'm um, ready. So you might have heard I'm, about. Uh, I'm in a stance right now. I just wanted you to know, and everybody listening, I'm in a, I'm in a wrestling stance. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you may have heard of this lady. Uh, did you know that the Queen of England, the Queen of England, is the largest drug pusher in the world? Not anymore. Oh, no, no, she, uh, she uh, passed. Passed on. She and, ceases uh, to be. That's true. 
It's true. It's um, it's strange being up here in Canada. Um, you know, every all the all the Canadian being flags a loyal are subject half- to the Queen and all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so so what one thing I'm going to well, I want to say that I'm not going to be able to get used to calling uh, King Charles the Third. It's uh, for King me. Charles the King Charles the Third. King Charles the Third. Um, and he'll, I just think he's always going to be Prince Charles to me. It's just like, that's, that's always how I've known him. And it's just going to be Prince Charles all day long. And, um, well, I mean, one thing I had from watching some of these videos, a question Mm -hmm. I had is where the fuck is his crown? Yeah. They don't give him a crown. The Kings not wear crowns anymore. He's got a weirdly. Maybe they have to fit a crown on him. Have you ever seen that guy's head? It's a strange shape. They probably don't have a crown that it that has that kind of shaped head. They've probably got ones that are too big or too small, and they all have lady ones because, like, the queen's been yeah, around for. I have to get it resized. They got to get it resized. Uh, you know, it's hard to get a good jeweler. You know, bring forth the royal jeweler. The royal jeweler, like Sam's you know, royal head, is just far too big. Far too big, far too narrow and w- strange. Uh, we we can't quite. Odd. You have a Paul McCartney odd. head. <laughs> we can't it changes quite. Changes shape throughout your life. <laughs> you'll you you'll get a crown in eight to ten weeks, uh, but then you'll maybe you'll have to give us a call, ring us up, and see if we're 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 completed the project. Well, it's the a project. Uh, the police in jolly old Saxland oh, yeah. have uh, been wrestling with uh, protesters. No way. Oh yeah. So what are they pro? So they're protesting like the funeral, or are they protesting like the royal family? Um, King Charles deterred. Ah, I see. And yes. um, so this you don't hear from the lady, but you hear th- this first clip is a guy shouting at the police, and then there's a guy next to him who says something completely idiotic. Largo! 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 Quiet. It's free speech! Largo! She wasn't speaking. She has the right to express herself! Largo! Sorry, it's it's a monarchy. (laughs) Sorry, it's a monarchy. (laughs) What a tool bucket. (laughs) You know? Uh, Which, the Scottish guy or the English guy? Oh, the Scottish guy saying, well, she wasn't speaking. Oh, yeah, like your yeah. Freedom of speech has nothing to do with uh, whether you're, you're actually speaking with your mouth. Mm-hmm. She was holding up a sign. A sign yeah. that said, fuck imperialism, abolish monarchy. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll drop that into the chat so uh, other people can see. Oh, come on, Firefox. No, I'm not going to update you. No, I'm not even going to regular date you. Jeez, I'd be the like. It's harsh. Yeah, no. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it would it would ask to go Dutch and then say it forgot its wallet. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, fuck. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny that guy going. She wasn't speaking. Yeah. The guy's like, she's got the right to express herself. He's like, sorry, it's a monarchy. Is what he said later. Jeez, jeez. Well, then, I, uh, I. Oh, sorry, God. Oh no, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say I actually I have also have a clip okay. that I didn't want to forget. Um, 
I was watching a little bit of uh, uh, 60 Minutes Australia, and I don't know who they were talking to. Probably one of those, like, you know, uh, those royal uh, reporters or, you know, those those tightly knit people who know about the royal family. But, like, this guy had his... That needs to be muted. My bad. Ooh, that's okay. Um, This guy was definitely had his tongue firmly up the royal family's per- proverbial ass. Perverted sure. ass. Sure. Perverted ass. Like just the just his his facial expressions and what he was saying about King Charles deterred. Mm. Yeah. You want me to play it? Let's Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's hear it. I'm very excited about him being king. I want him to be our king of the environment. He has for so long supported all sorts of environmental causes, long before many other people were interested. And now is the most excellent opportunity for him to lead that charge. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Just uh, king of the environment. I thought that was pretty special. King of the environment. (laughs) King of the environment. <clears throat> well, uh, and, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say King Charles also had, uh, uh, he's written several books about mm-hmm. the environment and I- I'm told they're very difficult to find and they're quite expensive, like $600 for one of these books. Jeez. So they didn't print yeah. too many copies of them then. Probably not. Probably because they're shitty. <laughs> There's think. too much truth. You never know. I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that. Um, here's some more. Oh, their uh, truth, I should police, say. Uh, well, the police didn't wrestle this person, at least not that I'm aware of. Um, Prince Andrew was there. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, he's back. Movie. Yeah. 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 And he's so, backing uh, out there. See if you can hear what this guy says to uh, Prince Andrew. I couldn't hear it. I heard him say, Andrew, you're up. And then I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Do you, do you mind playing it again? I'll, I'll, I'll uh, listen a little carefully. Okay. You're a frightful twat. Is that what he said? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, something frightful. Well, it, he's a frightful twat. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's right. And they were playing uh, "God Save the King." They are yes, yes. And, that's uh, that's the new thing. Of course, there were hecklers there too. God save the king. There's quite a few people booing. Yeah. And then they were getting wrestled down by the cops. Whoa! Including this guy, who was being wrestled by the cops and decided to uh, run his mouth a little bit. And uh, here's what he said. Sorry? Well, General, thank you. Please take her away. Hmm? Yeah. North Korea, have you ever been? Sorry, Daniel. Oh, North Korea. Yeah, definitely. You're an expert on North Korea. You've been there. <laughs> North Korea? Nonsense. Uh, the guy getting arrested compared England to uh, North Korea. Whoa. <laughs> the crackdown shit they were doing. And the police over in jolly old Saxland, they can just arrest somebody uh, for disruptions. Uh, it might be something as simple as the police find it annoying. That's the language, is annoying. Yeah. They can yeah, arrest somebody so for being a, annoying. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God I'm not in Saxland. 
you know what they they say in Saxland? Uh, if you see if you say see something, uh, say something, uh, say it, and we'll sort it out. I think that's squirt what it, it into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last one of the police wrestlings. They didn't uh, harass this guy any. He was just on the on the sidewalk, not being bothered. Surprisingly enough, um, but I like what he had to say. And I don't know who this guy is. It just said anonymous protester. The, the, the principle of hereditary power, I think, is absolutely abhorrent in 2022. Um, it's got you can't have any philosophical or moral justification for one family having political power like that just by virtue of their birth. That's the fundamental issue. Hmm. Yeah, the fundamental issue yeah. is it makes no sense to have a like a you know. Virtue of birth type of monarchy. I have so the royal then, bloodline in you. You're fit to rule. <laughs> so they should just like pick anybody. It's like, well, instead. I mean, is that what that guy's saying? Yeah. I don't know. What, what do we so. do? We pick just anybody. Yeah, we, anybody that's crazy enough to run, we pick them. Yeah. Yeah. But it always seems to be like it's not somebody that's just crazy enough to run, but like. They're crazy enough to run, but they're also have have an inner circle and are a part of an inner circle. So it's not that much. I mean, it's like kind of like a bloodline, but maybe it's something else. Mm. Maybe they have blood pacts. Maybe they, you know, they like cut themselves and and then touch each other's hands with their blood. Yeah, sure. That might be might be what they do. I don't know. I mean, why have a monarchy? I'm I'm in agreement with this guy. What is the point in this day and age of uh, saying God chose my family to mm-hmm. rule over all of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so special about it's because they have a tartan and they've got a a crest or a flag. Some moistened but. bink through a sword at you. <laughs> um, but I like this guy's look. He looks like uh, yeah. James May's cousin or something. Oh, okay. Let's have a look. He's not very proud of his sign, though. You can barely. No, read he it. he doesn't look. No, no. He's he's being uh, just polite. He's got the police standing behind him, and and, and they're, uh, they're he bothering. Doesn't, doesn't want to. Ca- yeah, he doesn't want to cause a you know a stir. He doesn't. He looks like a man that doesn't want to cause a stir. Not look too much. Of I'm, I'm quietly protesting. You see, I'm quite. <laughs> I want to. Abol- I want the abolishment of the monarchy, I, um, but but I don't do want it. to be an annoyance quietly. about it. <laughs> These are my personal views. In my personal <laughs> views, I have the right to express them, and I'm doing so in a reasonable manner, and not annoying at all. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, you want I some saw tea ha- then. <laughs> he does look like he's the, he is already up for some tea right now, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yes, I, sh- yeah. I should go for some tea and some biscuits. It would be yeah, he's like, give pleasure. me some PG tips, and I'm all about it. Like, look Squirt at this guy. Squirt it into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think he's like? Do you think he takes his tea with like sugar and milk? Oh well, uh, yeah, of course, two lumps and uh, some two- <laughs> some heavy cream. <laughs> cream with tea is so strange. I was um. I would drink it with milk, but now I don't. I don't do that anymore. I just drink it black, like black tea, black coffee. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. it. No, sh- oftentimes no sugar. in the morning, you know, when I'm still 
halfway awake and I've finished my cup of coffee, I, I'm suddenly like, where'd it go? Yeah, yeah, where'd it go? Uh, exactly. Well, how come I don't have more coffee? Then sometimes you uh, might spill it on yourself. You might. That's true. Yeah. Um, I did see an I just op-ed. felt something hot on my legs. <laughs> don't spill it on your legs. <laughs> yeah, man. You want to listen to a voicemail? Oh, I, I did want to mention just one thing before nope. we get out of this segment. What do you, what do you yeah. think? Do you host this show? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, there is an op-ed that RT did. And I have to mention this just because the op-ed was just so infuriating. So Queen Elizabeth II was the last vestige of Britain's greatness. And they're saying this while Michael Caine is still alive. How dare they? That's disrespectful. It's just disrespectful, you know? He was in Get Carter, you know? And and then he was uh, Austin Powers' dad. He was Austin Powers' father. Father. <laughs> Just wonderful. Just wonderful. Oh, and also John Cleese. They're saying this yes. while John Cleese is still alive also. I know. I what know. the hell? They can't do that, The RT. minister of Silly Walks himself. Yeah. Do better, RT. Yeah, RT, where it stands for artard. Artard. I'm yeah. not an artard. <laughs> All right, well, hit me with a voicemail. Oh, I will. You're Jeff Goldblum. Adorable. Ahoy, Carolyn. Ahoy, Fletcher. Ahoy. Uh, it's Ahoy. Pfeiffer here. Hey. And, hey, Pfeiffer. Uh, so the question of the day is, what's your favorite wrestling movie? Yeah, tell me. And, uh, mm. you know, I was always a big fan of Rob, Rob Van, Van Dam, if I could say it. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I always just thought, you know, well, he's kind of a pudgy dude, but, you know, he had these great acrobatic moves. And yes. it was always fun when he climb up on that top turnbuckle and, you know, he get the thumbs out and point to himself and the crowd would go, mm-hmm. Rob Van Damn, and then you got a five star frog splash, five star frog splash off the top turnbuckle, and uh, that was always a real fun one for me. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm have to say that that's probably my favorite one, but also you know the people's elbow. Oh, yeah. oh but, hell yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I, don't know. I just uh, yeah. haven't watched wrestling in a while, but I do remember uh, liking those kind of moves. So, well, uh, hope you guys are having a great show, and I'll be listening. And uh, have a good night. Thanks, Woo. Fiverr. Thank you, Fiverr. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm looking at images choices. of that of that move, and he's just like uh, in the air, just laid out horizontal, about to uh, deal punishment on a motherfucker on the mat. Oh yeah, this was uh, Rob Van Dam, or, or yeah, Rob, Rob Van Dam, Van- oh, doing okay. his five star yeah. frog splash. Right. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I haven't That's watched wrestling crazy. in a in quite a while either. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how could you not like? The people's elbow. I know. Which was uh, yeah. preceded by the people's eyebrow. That's true. Can you yeah. smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Those and, are great uh, choices. What was that guy's name? Sting? Sting, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Shit. And any any Mick Foley character? All of the Mick Foley characters were Cactus like legendary. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, mankind. mankind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was so insane. Like, 
He was, yeah. And he did like all those cage matches. Oh, with like, like barbed wire and he's just bleeding all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like smiling and like laughing maniacally. Like, yeah. what the hell? And and I remember, I remember he'd say something like, you know, I'm not missing teeth because I'm not missing them. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> he was the shit. Yeah, he was the shit. I wonder shit what he's sure. up to now. Yeah. Damn. Uh, maybe maybe he'll call in the show. I think that would be cool. I highly doubt it. That's yeah. But it would but be you cool never know. if he did. Yeah, it would be cool if he did. Be a lot cooler yeah. if you did. <laughs> Let's see what uh <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something. I'm happy to be here today. Normally when Stone Cold Steve Austin comes inside a squared circle at WrestleMania 30, I open up a can of whoop ass. And li- whip the living hell out of whoever's in this ring with me. <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, that's from uh, which one was it? WrestleMania 30. So he's oh. talking shit to Hulk Hogan. Uh, mm-hmm. That era of Hulk Hogan, where he was, uh, I guess, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Like before oh, yeah. he got into uh, the new or- the NWO. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. uh, the good old days. Yes. When Hulk started wearing black, he was suddenly yeah. a bad guy. <laughs> He's a bad guy. Not Evil like Hulk wearing... twin. <laughs> and he had like the wackiest like facial hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had that fucking, you know, handlebar mustache. Yeah. Yeah. He had the handlebar fucking sick ass handlebar mustache. <laughs> it was so sick. Um... And of course, you know, um, listening to NPR, mm-hmm. I was reminded of uh, Donald Trump. They they can't help but bring him up once a day, at least, in the very least. Oh, yeah. They have to remind everybody that he's still around and they think about him all the time. And honestly, I don't remember what spurred on the thought, but I remember uh, a lot of people talking shit about him going uh, when he went to Japan. Uh, and he went to oh, yeah. a, a sumo match. Oh, cool. So I went and dug something up from uh, May of 2019. They're on Weekend oh. Edition. Weekend Edition with Scott Simon. Oh. And Aisha fun. Roscoe. Uh, it's uh, Aisha talking about Trump uh, and the uh, sumo match. Wherever President Trump goes, he's usually the center of attention. But at the arena, all eyes were on the wrestlers. Because that's why they were there. Yeah. From the beginning, this trip to Japan was planned to be full of ceremony, pomp, and pageantry. Trump will get more of that on Monday when he meets with Japan's Emperor Naruhito, who ascended to the throne earlier this month. At the sumo tournament, Trump was treated to something a little different body pounding combat. Daddy. Daddy. The matches only lasted seconds. Two men of massive size and stature would enter the ring, but only Wait. one would emerge victorious. Is that grammatically correct? The matches only lasted? No, no, I don't think so. The lasted. matches would only last yeah, a few seconds. Yeah, would only last, yeah. But no, they lasted. They lasted. Yeah. Seconds. Two men Wait. of massive size and stature. The matches only lasted seconds. Two men of massive size and stature would enter the ring, but only one would emerge victorious. Yeah, that's how wrestling works. 
it was a fitting spectacle for Trump, who often talks about U.S. foreign policy in terms of winners and losers. He makes a case that if the U.S. is not dominating, it's losing. Uh, yeah, that's how that works. The sumo competition, one wrestler did come out on top. It's called winning. As sumo grand champion, I hereby award you the United States President's Cup. Trump presented a U.S.-made trophy to the champion. Clocking in at more than four feet and around 70 pounds, the trophy was about the size of a child. Trump had to be helped when he lifted it to give it to the winner. Oh, of course, it got act like it's a dig to say he's got to get help lifting it up to the winner. Yeah, it's American-made. Yeah, yeah. We're the best. It was 70 pounds. Bitch, you lift 70 pounds and give it to a sumo wrestler. Locking in at more than four feet and around 70 pounds, the trophy was about the size of a child. Trump had to be helped when he lifted it to give it to the winner. Afterward, he said he hoped the cup would have a lasting legacy. We bought that beautiful trophy, which they'll have hopefully for many hundreds of years. And that will be their trophy for the championship, sumo uh, championships. If that happens, it would place the U.S. trophy where Trump likes to be, on the winner's side. Yeah, who doesn't? Aisha Roscoe, NPR News, Tokyo. What, do you like to be on the losing side, Aisha? It sounds like she does. She she just, you know what? She's more, she sounds like she's more of a participation award. Well, you got uh, more, recipient. right? You left out the second half of that word, which is Ron. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the chat room was saying that lasted is awkward, but it's grammatical. Like, it's a grammatical. Well, if that word, if that grammatical (laughs) phrase was in England, it would be arrested for annoyance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, listening to that Trump clip earlier had um, spurred my memory on. Where That's I, a great, I, that, I forgot that he went to Japan and watched a, a sumo wrestling Well, match. did you forget that he had challenged Vince McMahon to a fight? Oh, how could I forget? And then he shaved his head. I remember that. Yeah, spoiler that. alert. <laughs> Why are you here? Let me put it very simply, Vince. I'm taller so than good. you. <laughs> I'm better looking than you. Oh. <laughs> I think, I think I'm stronger than you. Wow. <laughs> and I'm here to challenge you to a match in WrestleMania. What? Oh, I get it. It's the Battle of the Billionaire. That's right. Hey, wait a minute. I, I know you have an ego, but I had no idea it was that big. All right. I mean, come on. You want to challenge me to a match at WrestleMania? <laughs> Absolutely right. 100%. I will kick your ass. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Vince McMahon sounded like Alex Jones then. He did. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are some follow-ups to that. This okay, is, uh, excellent. Here's Vince with his response. Listen, uh... I think you know something that the rest of this audience does not know. In my last match in Hell in a Cell, I suffered a split pelvis and a broken coccyx, and my physician... It's a true. broken cock? Uh, what? Tail, tailbone. 
Oh, I thought he said a broken cock. Well, that was only half the word. Broken coccyx, oh. and my physician coccyx. suffered a split pelvis and a broken coccyx, and my physician. It's true. It's true. My no, physician has suggested to me that I do not compete ever again inside the squared circle. So the answer, the answer is no. Wait a minute. I appreciate your proposal, but I, I think I have a counter proposal. Oh, yeah, Since Vince. I'm actually unable to physically compete, why don't I find a representative? Why don't I find a hand-picked competitor to represent me? You find someone to represent you. Yeah, we get it. Uh, and well, you know, Trump had to follow back. He is scared. You're right. Let me tell you something, Vince. You deal in cash all the time. I deal in cash all the time. It comes a time where that gets a little boring. I have another idea. You pick a representative. I'll pick a representative. If you lose, I get to shave your head. No! If I lose, you get to shave my head. Now. What? Now. It's not going to happen, though. <laughs> I damn well better win. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't like a ball shaving thing, you know? He's going to shave his balls. You got to shave your balls. If I lose, <laughs> I got to shave my balls. And I got the best balls. Trust me, they're big. <laughs> I better not lose. <laughs> Maybe they already shaved their balls. Oh, oh! in preparation for the match. <laughs> yeah, to make them go faster. Yeah, through the air. Through the air. <laughs> yeah. Every, every follicle counts. I, was, I think it was, um, uh, his last name's Hart. What was, oh, uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart, yep. yeah. Yeah, I was in a match with Bret Hart that uh, Vince McMahon broke his coccyx. Oh, okay. Classic. Yeah. Figures it would be with Bret Hart. It would be. I've heard for a long time that that's not your hair. Sure it is. He paid for it. Sure it is. He paid You've for it. You've heard for a long time that this isn't my hair. You see it? Look. Check it. You've, you've heard it. Today I had a story in a big newspaper saying I was the greatest, Vince. But you know what? They said I wore a hairpiece. I what? don't wear a hairpiece. Someday, maybe, but not now. <laughs> so, Vince, our deal. You lose, you get your head shaved at WrestleMania. I lose, I get my head shaved at WrestleMania. Oh my gosh! Is he kidding? What a stipulation, Jay! The stakes couldn't get any higher. How many Jerry the King Lawler is acting like? Oh, sorry. What? Uh, he, Jerry the King Lawler is acting like he's gonna get his head shaved. Well, they gotta play it up. They do, but I think it would be funny if they shaved his head too. They should. How many of you people want to see a hair match between McMahon and Trump? Me, me, I do. 
That's so good. Well, the answer is no. <laughs> I'll tell you why. No, really. <laughs> well, the answer is no. Sounds like you need some super male vitality. Yeah, yeah. They are so horrified of you. And they are so scared of those long legs. That's what it was. He was scared of his long legs. He's got those long legs. Final Be clip careful. here with uh, Trump and uh, Mr. McMahon, which okay. was his evil alter ego. <laughs> yes. You know, Vince, I've known you a long time. And honestly, until now, I always thought you had guts. You don't have guts. <laughs> saw three weeks ago you put on a match and the match was Donald Trump against this real dog named Rosie O'Donnell, a real dog. <laughs> and I was angry at you because the wrestler that portrayed Rosie O'Donnell was too good looking, much better looking than Rosie is in life, all right? <laughs> Damn. I still think you've got something up your sleeve, Mr. Trump, but you know what? The match is on! The match is on! See you in Detroit, man. <laughs> yeah. Shit! That's pretty great. Those Holy are great clips. Shit. Yeah. Glad, glad you brought those. I forgot all about that. I, I'm so glad you remembered. It was wonderful. Excellent. Good times. Yeah. Good times. In uh, good times, wrestle world. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about another voicemail? Oh, hit me with a voicemail. Oh, and uh, well, there's that. Okay, why are you no worky? Oh, there it goes. Stupid tapes. This is why we don't go into tapes. Um, 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 I did so well. Yeah. The funnest one, the funnest wrestling move to say is the over, oh, <clears throat> excuse me, the over the shoulder boulder holder. Um, <laughs> oh, I got one of those clutch. on right now. The camel clutch was always, uh, that was like the iron <laughs> cheeks move. Um, and if you follow him on Twitter, he's got some, it's, a cool it's always move. Uh, something about him telling to go, telling you to go fuck yourself. Oh, or, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a cool fuck one your too. Face, something like that. Oh, but yeah, yeah, the uh, camel clutch or the older the shoulder boulder holder. But um, those are all cool. After a recent video that I found on the uh, on the social medias, uh, mm -hmm. there's a guy that's like uh, <laughs> he, he's like trying to look Italian, and then he's got like uh, what looks like it's supposed to be pizza dough uh, <laughs> that he's spinning around. Well, he's wrestling, and he's got it incorporated into his act. And uh, <laughs> I posted this like that's a few couple weeks back, I think, uh, on NES. But uh, yeah, I think the uh, the dough to the face, or uh, whatever the hell you want to call the moves that he's doing, are uh, my new favorite moves in wrestling. Because uh, <laughs> he's really working the dough. And then at one point, the guy uh, 
<laughs> the guy that he's wrestling says, well, give me that dough, pizza boy, which is kind of it's oh, kind of yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's my new, uh, my new favorite uh, move is the, uh, the pizza toe to the face. And the smoker. And the smoker, Ned Ned. That that was impressive. Uh, the, okay, so if those of you have not seen this, uh, I'll describe it. Um, so there was a wrestler who was tossing pizza dough, as you do when you're making a pizza. Uh, from from scratch, and the dough was being tossed around right in the ring. It was it was quite impressive. Oh, it's just some stomping. Yeah, yeah. They oh, don't yeah. they don't necessarily describe it. Um, I don't know what his name was. It was probably Luigi Primo, or Giuseppe. Oh yeah, or uh, you know. uh, ragu. Ragu, yes, yes, Doctor Sir Ragu, yes, of the uh, Ragu clan. Yeah. In it, it Italy. Or Prego, or whatever. Yeah, Prego. Take a big step back, and literally fuck your own face. Yep. That's yep. a cool wrestling French. move. That's <laughs> a cool wrestling move. It's right up there with uh, the the what was it, the camel toe. Oh, uh, the camel oh. clutch. Camel clutch. I think that I think that's a double double move there. It's, I'm yeah. unfamiliar with the uh, camel clutch. I mean, other than a camel skin purse. <laughs> I think there's a lot of fingers involved. Well, <laughs> yeah, when you're dealing with camels, <laughs> yes, I would say yes. <laughs> See what this says. No, no. Okay, it's just guys uh, moaning. It did sound like it said that. how to how to do the camel clutch. Oh, okay, all right. They they sound it sounded intense. Here I'm here with Delilah Doom. We're here with our instructional videos at Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. What okay. I'm going to show you today is how to do the camel clutch. I'm going to go ahead and humble Delilah Doom right here. So we'll go ahead and start off. It's a dude uh, we're against the chick. Go ahead and shoot the lockup. I Equal want to rights. get her to her stomach. So I'll shoot the lockup and I'll bypass her. Drop her down with a drop toe hold. I'm going to go ahead and pull her right to the middle. So now I have her down right here on her stomach. What yeah. I okay. want to do is lift one leg up. I'm just going uh -huh. to grab her arm and hook this one. So this oh. is a half camel right here, and okay. I'm hooking right there. I got oh. the bigger got his hands grip. under her chin. Um, oh, you can okay. Have the and one of her arms grip. over his leg. You know, uh -huh. you can even He's not even her back. lock your fingers because I know some people don't like locking their fingers uh, oh, as okay. they wrestle. So that's going to be yeah. your preference like on how you want to do it. But make sure to get oh. your hands under the chin and pull back. So that's the half camel. Now, if I want to go full camel, I'm going to yeah. have to go ahead and squat. Let's do, do the full so as dromedary. I come here, I'll squat and hook this arm right there, and now really pull back right there, <laughs> extending my arms. Yeah. Okay, pulling back. Yeah. Really humbling her lower back uh, with that camel clutch. Uh, okay, that sounded dirtier. It sounded way hotter than uh, it looks like. As somebody dropped uh, dropped what it looked like in the chat room, and that looks pretty uncomfortable. It doesn't. It doesn't look as uh, 
uh, exciting. Not nearly as exciting as I thought it was going to be. You're always so much hotter than I think you're going to be. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, I I, I was... Uh, I was more excited to hear about Well, the guy's description, yeah. Yeah, the guy's description was great. Um, I just felt something hot on my legs. Yeah, I was... That's the camel clutch. It's camel clutch. Yeah, man! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to hear the poop story now. (laughs) Play poop. Play poop. (laughs) Poop. (laughs) Poop story. Was, was, was that that You're was now from listening the to poop story? Poop story. <laughs> we have a lot of young listeners who will be giggling. Yeah. What was the poop course. story? Yeah. What was the poop story? Oh, you do the camel clutch till they shit themselves. That's what. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink so much coffee. Oh yeah. Or yeah. gravy. Or gravy, yeah. Yeah. Are you aware of such a thing as the World Gravy Wrestling Competition there in Angland? No. Okay, we'll check this out. Okay. Good morning, I'm Steve Inskeep. The pandemic canceled many events, what? and the World Gravy Wrestling Championship in England was won. But wrestling and gravy has returned. Dozens of amateur wrestlers entered the pool of gravy for their two-minute bouts. They got points for costume, entertainment value, and wrestling ability. Former champion Joel Hicks knows what it takes to win. You just got to get in there, you get messy, grab onto your opponent, and just hope for the best. Saucy, it's morning edition. Hmm. Yeah, that was uh, from the last day of August. Oh, okay. you just got to get in there. Get saucy. Got to get the in there. So is it just like brown sauce, or is it like an HP, or like? Well, yeah. Like, when um, I when I hear gravy, I'm always thinking of the white cream gravy. Okay. Um, that's a southern yeah. thing. Yeah, that must be southern. But yeah, it's probably a brown, like beef stock uh, sort of gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because that's think. what I would imagine. Yeah. Okay, so like. Uh, the type of uh, gravy you would put on poutine. Yes. Worldgravywrestling.com for all your world gravy wrestling needs. Oh, okay. So, Rossendale. Let's see. Okay. It does look like they're just uh, in the brown gravy. It does look like that. Okay, so there's a whole gallery. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Look at that. Oh, they got... That's that's pretty neat. They're they're just like all in there. Uh you know, I like the black and white images better cuz it doesn't brown water. Yeah. Yeah, cuz they're they're not just they're not just up in brown water just like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna shit. <laughs> well, a lot it looks like there's a lot of guys doing this, eh? Like no Brown town, of, baby. <laughs> This is a color brown house. We are color brown fans under this roof. <laughs> there is only brown. Well, there's some ladies here. Okay, all right. It's it's not a it's not I- in- exclusive. What a disappointment! Instead of this lovely white powder, there was some sticky brown solid. But it looks like the referee gets gets his too. Like he'll, oh, yeah. he'll like you know fall into the gravy. A lot. Looks, Looks like, like he took a, a dump in the middle of your face. Yeah, but the, yeah, the referee gets in there too, and get you know doesn't doesn't look like it, that's a clean 
uh, referee's outfit. No. Bathroom is just blown out. Yeah, it's like, you know, he got just got out of the bathroom and that was blown out. It's not doing anything. It's just sitting there. It was kind of turning brown as soon as I cut it. It's just a really unfortunate vegetable. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, so you can... Uh, the World's Gravy Wrestling Committee have their first annual meeting in May. We generally contact contestants around June to confirm places. So... Mm-hmm. So you can, uh, so there's a registration form for gravy wrestling. And they ask you for your first and last name, your email address, or your, your phone number, your wrestling name. There's two guys, uh, oh, they're not both dressed as Robin. Never mind. One's dressed as Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, the boy wonder. And then. Oh, yes. One is, what was that? The, um, that Disney movie, that Pixar, The Incredibles, Mr. Incredible. Oh, Mr. Incredible. Okay. Oh, yes, I see him. Yes. There's a Jason Momoa lookalike in there. Yeah, there is. You guys need a bigger bathroom. I was like, oh, a bigger bathroom? Bigger bathroom? Yep. Not all browns are that gross looking. And then there's a a guy that looks like um, a carrot top. (laughs) At least without the mask, he looked like carrot top. Like when he was like all up in the rear. I know. Oh, the guy did. in like the the one piece. Yeah, he's like in a one piece, and then he has a he has a mask. Yeah, but then he took off the mask, a and then he and then mask. yeah, luchador's mask, and revealed a carrot top. <laughs> it was me the whole time. <laughs> That's great. Brown town, baby. That's where they're at. That's where they're at. World Wrestling Gravy. Or, I mean, oh, World yeah. Gravy Wrestling. Sorry. Yeah. World Gravy Wrestling. Info. Very cool. So, um, I, I, so if you're looking to be in a gravy wrestling match. You got to go um, all the way to Rosendale. Yeah. And register. What would your wrestling name be? I mean, um, I don't know. The Brown Knight. The Brown Knight. I like that. Okay. That's cool. Or instead of brown, I could be mm -hmm. a bad guy. I could be brain, like B-R-A-N-E instead of Bane. Mm. Brain. Brain night? You merely adopted the brown. (laughs) I was born in it. (laughs) Molded by it. Oh, you you have to choose a charity. That's a a mandatory field in this online registration. Oh, what do you know? I happen to have my own charity. Well, that's great. All the money goes right back to uh, my Fletcher Pockets charity. Look at that. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It'll I, be res- I took, yeah. Uh, took hints from Hillary Clinton. That's smart. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Joel Hicks. That's the uh, Jason Momoa lookalike. Oh, okay. Nice job, He's Joel He's won Hicks. quite a few times in 07, 09, 2011, 2015, uh, 2018, and 2019. <laughs> wow. He's a champ. Yeah. I wonder if he has a belt. That's pretty cool. I wonder if he eats gravy recreationally. Um, I think, you know, I I think you could really go either way. Would you that. be sick of it? Um, I think you have a different perspective of gravy. Probably are like their shitting pants back on. Yeah. Yeah. Because pants shitting is definitely happening. Like the views of uh um, you know, yeah. 
I just felt something hot on my legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but this Joel Hicks guy, like one, one, two, three, Lots. four, five, six, six times. And then this, um, yeah, nobody else you is. Sesame uh, Street really... this morning, didn't you? It, I did. Got <laughs> <Better> help. <laughs> but then, but then there's more. Cons- it's more consistent. There's Emma. Oh no, I thought there were Emma Dobson won twice, and then Roxy Avzel won twice as well. As well. As well. That's in- that's interesting. Well, how about some voicemails? <laughs> Hit me with a voicemail. Maybe I will. And you can hit us with your voicemails by uh, give us, giving us a call. 430-201-4841. Squirt it into your mouth. <laughs> the best part of waking up on Monday is knowing uh-huh. that there's going to be a hog story in your ear hole available yeah. later that day. Woo! Oh, later man. that day. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Oh, man. Uh, man, my favorite wrestling move. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, we're talking clean wrestling. Like, you know, I don't know, full Nelson, half, half Nelson. Is it like Nelson from uh, Simpsons where he's like, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Like your wrestling move and, that's, and then you just laugh. Uh, we're doing my like, dirty, like, you know, chairs and, and just that random strand of bob wire that happens to be laying around Cactus or whatever, Jack. you know, the six foot table. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, this was just folded up underneath here. It's another one, too. We just decided to shove that underneath the thing. But, underneath uh, my what? Underneath the You know, thing. personally, my, my favorite, my favorite, uh-huh. uh, one is, is when you go, when you, when you get your thumb over and then you just kind of like jab it into their hand. And kind of oh. and like pressure point up their hand, oh, they yeah. just go numb, and then you win that thumb war. That thumb wrestling oh, is yeah. done with. Yeah, it's probably my favorite. Thumb wrestling anyway, can be severe, man. I mean, or you just go real dirty and just quick, quick, uh, swift kick to the nuts. But you know, oh, that is dirty. Got to be desperate. All right. Well, we already know how it goes. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Bass. Stay dangerous, of course. Oh, I am right now. Oh, you too. uh, Yes. You know, make sure you yell it from the top, the top of the mountain. You know, maybe go call it behind the schemes too and yell at them. Stay dangerous. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Christopher Battles. Thank you for coming, Christopher. You know, so if you've ever gotten a manicure and then sometimes they'll like massage your, your hands. Well, that's and not then, I thought. I didn't think you were going there. <laughs> your hands, yes. Yes. No. The sometimes they'll 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 massage your hands, and the, then the manicurist the, is never like. I want to see your pretty face. You got such a pretty mouth. I want to massage your bee hole. I want to see your face. I uh, I haven't been to one of those before. I never had a legal massage. What's the point? It's like drinking non-alcoholic beer. I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm one of their type of clientele, but but sometimes they'll they'll massage your hands, and then yeah. I'll always get like I don't know. It, I don't know why my hand actually hurts after. Oh, they'll like do it too hard where my where my thumb is. Like I have little dainty lady hands, so you know, 
and then I get to my <laughs> where my thumb is, and then it's like all deep tissue. It's too much. <laughs> I pound my thumb with a hammer. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him to make it not do that. Just be nice to my hands. <laughs> you ever uh, have it go numb and you thought you lost your thumb? Kind of like that? Yeah, kind of like that. It's like sitting on your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're giving yourself the uh, the old That's red true. stranger. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like that. How about another voicemail? Hit me with a voicemail. <laughs> Call me if you want to live. I'm on speed dial, too. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got I've got three, Ooh. so I'm gonna do three. Okay, I'm gonna probably divide this up on uh, three different voicemails. Cool. Um, All right. I'm gonna go chronologically. Okay. So okay. my first favorite professional wrestling move mm -hmm. is what's called a dragon sleeper. Um, it uh, it's also a jujitsu move, which I just learned today. Oh. Uh, it was uh, invented by. Tatsumi Fujinami. Um, his nickname was the Dragon. He also had a Dragon Suplex, which is also a pretty sweet move. But um, was he also Luke? I liked it because uh, Ultimo Dragon used this move, the Dragon Sleeper. It's basically a inverted uh, rear naked choke. Um, Go on. So you put the. It's a reverse guillotine so you put oh, the person's yes, head in like a headlock but it's backwards like bent backwards mm -hmm. um and uh i guess it's more of like a, a neck crank or a, a spine lock rather than like a choke a camel clutch uh clutch? yeah so that that's that's the first one i'll uh i'll call back with another one okay does that make oh, heroism so I think it was. I, I found this a uh, dragon sleeper. Yeah, I sent you the article. Oh, excellent! The dragon That's sleeper nice. is the most dangerous submission in BJJ. Here's how to do it. BJJ, don't type that in a, a search engine <laughs> with your say search off. Especially with dragon sleeper, it looks like you could uh, get get some pretty <coughs> racy results. The dragon sleeper. Even the name sounds scary, and well, the technique is scarier than its name is. It's a neck crank submission that has its roots in catch wrestling, and it's arguably the most dangerous submission you could conceive of. We'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> to set up the dragon sleeper technique, you'll start from the classic north-south head and arm choke. Melanson emphasizes that you should move yourself a bit to the opposite side of the choking hand so that you aren't in line with your training partner. Oh, training partner. Hmm. Training mm. partner. Yes. From there, you'll need to pull the partner's head up and into you a bit while simultaneously switching your hips away from them. Then bring your near leg close to them so that your knees... 
plant across their ribcage while, at the same time, pulling their head and neck into your lats. Sounds like you're oh. doing a fucking combo move. Does. It looks like a combo move. Yeah, what's the button combination for this? Yeah. All that is left to do from here is to step over your training partner with your far leg and pull them towards you to get the tap. Just please, please, please be careful when drilling this technique. And unless you are absolutely 100% sure in your risk and that your training partner won't spaz out, don't try go try go for this submission during live rolling. I I read it the way it was uh, written. Yeah, hundred percent sure in your skill, and that your training partner won't spaz out. Don't try go for this submission. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try go. Don't try go. <laughs> Don't try go. Don't try go. I like We've got that. it all on tape. Got it all on tape. Yep. <laughs> Don't try go. Don't try go. <laughs> and uh. I don't see any other voicemails from that number. Oh, okay. All right, maybe maybe uh, it's gonna maybe they'll trickle in. Okay. Maybe let's, they'll trickle in. Let's do in. another one. Hit me with the voicemail. Wham. Oh, I will. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> is she? You put them in the dragon sleeper. That's what you do. This is a real question. I'm not joking around. What's your favorite wrestling move? Now I don't know any of them wrestling moves for the guys that. Don't wear pants that battle it out for a belt. Yeah. But mm-hmm. okay. as far as uh, MMA goes, mm. uh, there's the I've W. There's no wrestling there. And a full of matches with uh, the rear naked choke. An easy enough one that I know how to work my way into. Uh, threw one guy's back out. Felt bad about that, but I didn't start the fight. And uh, the one that I have a lot of respect for that I know I don't have the capabilities for is the arm bar uh, the idea of putting immense amount of pressure on someone's elbow in the wrong direction mm. sounds terrifyingly painful and then the scene whatever it's called where they grab the ankle and crank on that oh yeah those are the mm. those are the good wrestling moves and the smoker Billy bones Billy bones and the smoker well it only takes 15 pounds of pressure to break someone's elbow, so yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And the old uh, rear naked choke, can you do that with a naked mole rat? Uh, you could probably. Yeah. Yeah. That does uh that does look like uh um you could really pass out with a uh, with you know with a lot of pressure around the neck. Yeah. Easily. There's another one called the guillotine choke. Guillotine choke. Oh, let's see. Is it similar to that that um uh, to this the, the rear naked one? choke? No, the rear naked oh. choke. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, similar to a sleeper hold. Oh yes, yes, that is similar to a sleeper hold. Whoa, yeah, that you don't want to get involved with that one. Not at all. No, no, no. These are these these are great answers. I'm scared of all of these moves. Yeah, I wouldn't want uh mostly cuz I don't know how to do them myself. <laughs> oh. Well, you need a training partner. 
I yeah, I need a training partner. <laughs> Wikipedia has a picture of some uh, stone tablet with a relief carving of uh, somebody doing a rear naked chokehold. Oh, and a body lock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got got his legs wrapped around him real tight. Jeez, yeah, real t- yeah, real tight. I, I wonder worry, how boy. much of my legs are locked in all around you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> rear naked horse. Yep, rear naked horse. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, yeah, they're that's pretty scary. <laughs> you want to uh, play some of your clips? I do. Yeah, yeah. From this uh, podcast that uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, had done. And, Freddie Prince uh, Jr., huh? Like, yeah. From uh, yes. those movies? Yeah, from those movies. From um, uh, She's All That. She's All and, That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't remember if there's other ones. I'm sure there's other ones. I remember him in that movie. Oh, I'm sure and you do. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I remember going to the, that movie with a bunch of girls. <laughs> Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Going, if only I could take my glasses off like that. <laughs> I can't. I won't see anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this this was actually really cool. I I had no idea how cool he like it was. It was really fun to listen to uh, his show. He's actually really fun. Um, he's a great storyteller. Well, you want I, me to I, uh, play clip one? You need to set it up. Um, he was uh, so he's uh, so he was a. I, I was mentioning earlier. Uh, if you're listening live, you had heard. Um, so Freddie Prince Jr. He was a writer for uh, WWE, and um, for like the for for the show, and this particular episode of um uh, of his podcast, he's discussing uh his first WrestleMania. That he mm. that he actually had to write segments for, uh, and I thought it was in, uh, I thought it would be an interesting uh, perspective to uh, to bring out because um, he was interesting to hear from and um, and you don't you don't hear, typically hear from people who actually wrote wrote for that show. Mm. So, yeah. um, uh, clip one he's he discusses how how uh, how <laughs> they arrive at writing for. WrestleMania. WrestleMania for the employees on the on like the non-wrestling side is the best and worst week of the year in the company. You're you're writing stories backwards from WrestleMania backwards the whole year. And every time someone gets hurt or every time someone gets heat with the company, every single story is forced to change. Because we write from WrestleMania backwards. So if your main event is John Cena versus The Miz, everything from the day after WrestleMania to the next WrestleMania has to slowly build up a story for John Cena and The Miz to eventually meet in Georgia at WrestleMania the following year. So it's an incredible challenge on the on the writing staff or on the entire creative team just to get there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes uh, sense, uh, though. It does make sense, yeah. Because they already know WrestleMania is um, already going to happen, so they have to work backwards from there to, to arri- like, how to arrive 
at WrestleMania. I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was an interesting um, take. Um, yeah. And uh, clip two, uh, he's talking about being uh, being involved in uh, the pro- uh, in his first production meeting. Um, I had to edit a edit this a little bit only because he uh, Freddie gets a bit um, like you know he side steps a bit like and oh, okay. just talks about other things. Yeah. So I uh, just kind of needed to shorten it. I think I did a good job. So we'll see. Okay. <laughs> With all the changes that come about, and they're so used to change that they welcome it, they embrace it, they invite change even when change isn't necessary. So you know what you're in for going in. At least I thought I did. I thought I was prepared. We get to the hotel in Georgia, and Vince rents out like basically like a banquet room in the in the hotel where you would have like a convention where like anyway, he had one of those spaces, and we bring him. WrestleMania. And I was invited into this meeting and there were only, I think, four or five of us in there. It was myself, Brian Gewertz, I believe Christopher DeJoseph was in there. And I don't remember who else, but it was a very, uh, Freebird was in there, Michael Hayes. And Vince sets down the script and Brian sort of presents it to him. And Vince starts banging through everything he wants to rewrite and everything he wants to change. And this goes on for one two, three, now four hours in. We're four hours in, you guys. I've taken a bathroom break once, almost tapped out. Like I literally, there was a part of me that wanted to like text somebody in the room and be like, hey, tell them I'm sick in the bathroom. I can't, I can't make it back. It, this is Vince's most prized possession, WrestleMania. WrestleMania is what made wrestling the mainstream attraction that it is today. Yeah. So he'd so he'd go in there, change a bunch of stuff, and then get people to um, basically do completely different stuff. And then clip Ooh, I'm three. I'm going to get that little uh, pretty <laughs> boy. I'm going to put him in a camel clutch. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to slip him into a Slim Jim. <laughs> nice. Uh, number four, number three. Oh, number three. Yeah. Yeah. So he did do a good job at it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So he was, um, so in this one, uh, clip, uh, clip three, he was talking about being in the, being, being in the writing room and having to go up against, uh, Vince McMahon with his, uh, his own, uh, Vince's own ideas. He's just lopping ideas at people. Alex Jones is a voice double. Yes, that's right. It makes you crazy. So this is day one. We're, this is Saturday's production meeting. And we're rewriting the entire show, basically. And Vince wants to have this. We're going to have Snoop Dogg. Snoop's coming. And we have to write in a segment for Snoop Dogg. Freddie, you're going to write, write the Snoop Dogg segment. <laughs> All right, what are you looking for, man? Or whatever, just write something. Oh, and uh, you're going to write the, the, Morrison, the Morrison segment, too, with, with Trish and Snooky. I go, what? He goes, you're doing the Snooky segment. And he's not smiling. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm not doing the Snooky segment. Like, that's not, that's not happening, man. I, you tried to get me to do, do this against 
uh, Michelle McCool another time. And I told you, no, then I'm not doing that. I said, I got four segments, man. I'm not adding that one. If you want me to add one, he goes, oh, I go, man, I don't know if you're joking or if you're not, but that's, I said this to me and I go, that's bullshit. I'm not doing that match, not the match, but the, the segment that they wanted to do. Uh, only the agents, the old school wrestlers, they're the only ones that do the matches. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool of him to not want to be a part of, uh, reality tv or like support them in any way yeah i'm, I I'm guessing that that's what cool. clip four is um yeah yeah that's yep yeah, it leads leads into the rest of what he was talking about there okay yeah i wouldn't either i can't blame him there no no so he's kind of like grunting chuck uh, like a chuckle mm. grunt what do you call that a gruckle it's <laughs> one of those like <laughs> All right, we'll just get somebody to write, which basically means someone not in the room is going to have to write it and then direct that segment. But I sure as hell wasn't going to do it, man. I I didn't like the idea when they first brought it up. I fought against it in the room because the the Jersey Shore, I think, is the show that she was on. And it was big back then. But I'm not a reality TV dude. In fact, I'm like anti reality TV because that takes jobs away from, you know, script writers that I know and like a lot. A lot. And I would rather them be working. Get like John and Travolta. The, the industry he likes does. reality shows like, so much because wow. they can make it for a tenth the cost of a scripted show. So that gets rid of more scripted shows, which means more of my writer friends are broke. So that's why I, I was so against it at the time. Right. It was just like, she's the enemy. Like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I think his dad and John Travolta were probably coming up in the same time. Yeah, you're probably cause, right. Because he was like in the Chico and the Man, uh, Freddie Prince, and they're in this podcast. I didn't clip it, but like he he kind of gets into other stories, like where his dad knew like Ric Flair and stuff, and they would oh be partying. Yeah, <laughs> this is pretty funny. So. Um, it's, it's a great, it's a great listen. I, I, I thought it was, I'll, I'll post this episode in the, uh, in the show notes. Um, oh yeah. If anyone wants, this, this one was only a half an hour or so. Oh, okay. And, and it was, uh, it was, it was cool. It's cool to listen to this one. How about this stuff, uh, about Snoop Dogg? Oh yeah. So he's, so, uh, Freddie's talking about, uh, writing a, a rap for this segment with, uh, with Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> But he had to write it for somebody else. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, let him talk about it. So they get whoever they get for that. And I have my segments. And one of them is the Snoop segment. And I have no idea what to do. And Vince goes, he's not going to rap. And I go, okay. Uh, that, the, so that's the only rule. We're going to have Snoop, but he's not going to rap in a backstage segment. I go, okay. So I go backstage. and like, what are we going to do, man? And there's this dude named Dylan. They call him Hornswoggle. And he played this leprechaun, right? He's he's a dwarf in real life. He played this leprechaun character, and he never spoke. That was the game. He would go, <laughs> and like, you know, grind his teeth and bite your ankles and do little evil leprechaun things, like from the horror film, Leprechaun. <laughs> and I said, hey, man, do you want to uh, do you want to talk tonight? He said, what? I go, well, more specifically, do you want to rap for Snoop Dogg oh, tonight? Oh, yeah, that guy. He goes, are you kidding? I go, yeah, I got to write it and I can't write raps, but I'm going to write you a rap and you're going to do it for Snoop. And like, he's looking for new, like, you know, new acts to bring with him on the road. You're going to be one of the people auditioning. He says, dude, I would love to do that. I said, all right, man, as soon as I, I'll write your thing first and I'll give it to you so you could practice it. Cause it's going to be terrible. I'm warning you now. He goes, no, man, thank you so much. He was awesome, dude. I still, I still know him. I love him. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
thought that was funny. Hornswoggle, also known as Hornswoggle McMahon, Little Bastard, <laughs> Mini Delirious, Mini Gator, Short Stack, Swoggle, La Vaca, La Vaquita, The Big Deal, Hardcore Wonder, and AJ Swoggle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Could be La Vaquito. <laughs> La Vaquita. Sorry. Um, last one? Yeah, last one. Um, yeah. More yeah, about Snoop? Yeah, more about Snoop. Yep. And uh, Roddy's like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to have whatever I can do to help. And we have a couple other, you know, people doing that. It's like a montage of auditions. And Snoop's job is just to say, next, at, as soon as everyone's done. Next. That's all he has to do, right? Easiest job in the world. The talent side first, the wrestling talent side first, so that I can just shoot Snoop once and get him out of there. So it's just Snoop's POV, and everyone's coming through, and, and so Dills comes, or Hornswoggle comes through, and he does his rap, and is, he's so good, you guys. The lyrics are trash, oh, but Swoggle can rhyme, mm -hmm. and so he made it sound serviceable to where I literally was like, yo, he did it in one take. I was like, bro... I can't write better. And you totally saved this whole bit. That's wonderful. And I love it. He was like, all right, cool. So he crushed it. I failed him, but he crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked, I liked it. I thought it was, it's a, he had some great stories and um, there was this other uh, segment that he, I, I didn't clip a clip it, but um, he had this other segment with Roddy Piper and somebody else and Roddy Piper was supposed to uh, smash a coconut on the guy, this other guy's head, and it wasn't a prop uh, coconut. It was like a like non, you know, smashed up coconut that's already ready to go. And he just like smashes it on his head, <laughs> this other guy's head, and they and then they were like, oh, it's done. And then th this one guy's just down, and like Freddie's just like, what? Are you okay? You're alive? Like, what's going? And then he gets up. He's like, "Oh, I'm fine." So it's nice. it's pretty cool. I, yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll again I'll post it in the show notes so everyone can listen to that. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. How about uh, more voicemails? Oh, more voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hit me with a voicemail. But is puckered. <laughs> It's not illegal to call them a fucking faggot. Hey, John and Carolyn. It's Mutter. Mutter. Hey, Mutter. My favorite wrestling move. Um, I think it's called the full Monty. I think that's stripping. Yeah, it catches your opponent off guard, but she seldom <laughs> gives you a second date. Well, maybe half the time. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I used to watch wrestling a long time ago. Not this modern stuff. We watched uh, wrestling with my brothers on a little black and white TV in the 70s. And it was uh, Dick the Bruiser. Or Bruiser Dick. I don't know. Something like that. You can look him up. But, uh, yeah, that was fun times. That's all I got. Uh, oh, I'm drawing thank a blank you. here. In oh, okay. In the smoker. Very cool. I uh, just typed in the full Monty. It took me to some <laughs> dude's blog called Thighs oh. Wide Shut. <laughs> and uh, there's a dude wearing a uh, uh, a mounted police type of uniform, but it's a robe. 
instead of the <laughs> uh, pants and button-up shirt. Mm. And I guess that's so he can uh, flash people easier. I'm not sure. I'm kind of mm. afraid to scroll down. Oh, okay. Disgusting! <laughs> uh, oh, maybe I have this uh, this safe search on. Maybe that's why I can't find this uh, this website. Uh, that's, that's good for you. I can post it in the in the chat room. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not. It's just a dude's blog. It's got nothing to do about anything really. But it's not illegal to call him a fucking faggot. Yeah. <laughs> all I did was call him a faggot. That's all. Yeah. Don't go into tapes. Whatever you say, Paul. So, this is Vox, and wrestling Uh, is, you know, like, not my thing at all. However, there's this one wrestler that I thought was super cool, Jesse Ventura, right? Oh, sure. And the favorite move that I had that he did was when he was asked one time uh, if he knew something. Like, do you know this fact? Or do you know the statistic? I don't remember what it was, but something like that. And he said, no, I do not know. But if it is important, I will find out. So (laughs) that is my very favorite wrestler's move, which is not the same as a wrestling move. But, I mean, you know, if I'm going to answer that question, it's going to be missionary. Anyway, (laughs) in the smoker, (laughs) y'all. In the smoker box. (laughs) In the smoker box. I like how she signed out. That was pretty cool. The old cool missionary move. Missionary move. That's it's tried and true. It's a it's a good move. It's a move. Um, it is a move. Yep, that's true. I have some Jesse Ventura clips. Oh well. I'm not sure exactly well, what they are because I didn't do a good job labeling them. Oh okay. Certainly, I understand that certain things have to become secret when they're timely. Certainly. You know, I as a Navy SEAL. I don't want them, you know, opening up and seeing what operation I'm going on where I could, you know, the enemy could set up and do me in. But when the op's over and maybe a year's gone by, then bring it all above board. You know, let's get, let's get a little board. time element on, you know, they could figure out a way to make things time sensitive where, and if they're, and if they're not doing anything illegal, dirty, murder, or under that, why would they fear bringing it above board to us so that we can know? Well, you're talking about the government there, Jesse. Yeah. He's got something about the Federal Reserve. What is this? When they took out Jack Kennedy, then they removed our leader without a vote. They removed him with a bullet. And from that point on, the one with who the knows? But uh, like I said, I, I, I think there's a higher authority that's commanding our government. And, and it's the old thing, follow the money. Baphomet? He who's got the money has the power. And... The best I can tell, that's the Federal Reserve. They can't, Ron Paul asked for an audit. We can't even audit these people. And they're done illegally, did you know that? It came in in like 1913 and our constitution said that there could be nobody that could borrow the country money and charge interest. They charge us interest. These people print the money and give it to the US government and then charge us interest on the money. They're our lending institution. They're the bank to the U.S. government and the Constitution that's against the Constitution. And they never, it was never ratified because if you're going to change the Constitution, it requires two thirds of the states to ratify it on a vote. Well, I mean, nowadays saying something is unconstitutional 
has no weight. That's like saying, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, they can't stay out past midnight because they're going to turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. It's fairy tale. It's a the Constitution is now a fairy tale. Everything is unconstitutional if uh, you read hard enough. Yeah. Because it is. Well, that doesn't is matter because they're still uh, doing doing their thing up there on Capitol Hill and they give zero fucks about us. Like George Carlin said, it's a big club and we ain't in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he it was it he became governor, right? He became yeah, he governor was a governor for a little while. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So so he he's had a little bit of a exposure to uh um to what it's all about and to power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I don't know. Like I I mean, and what where is he now? Like, is he I guess uh, uh isn't that a show on VH one or it used to be where are they now? Where are they now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is them then and this is and where is he now? He's uh probably still uh, even- pronouncing his eshes. Well, you know, Jesse Ventura, you can give us a call, 430-201-4841. Well, he's officially a part of the Green Party in Minnesota, but oh, he will okay. not run for, for president. Yeah, I figured he wouldn't. I don't think he ever had. I think he became governor and then never ran for president. No. That's what I thought. He's too smart for that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he knows what happens. But he was in Demolition Man. Oh yeah, Demolition Man. Was it? Yeah. He was also in The Running Man, and Predator. How could I forget Predator? Mm. That was his first acting gig. He was in oh, Major Predator. League Two. I don't think I've seen Major League Two or Predator. What? You need to get yeah. off the computer right now and go watch Predator. <laughs> We're doing a show though. Okay. Yeah, but we'll have to. He was an no, Arkham I, Asylum guard in Batman and well, Robin. Well, if anyone wants to send it to me, I mean, uh, I wonder if you they can put, send it to uh, uh, Carolyn at hogstory.net. Predator's and, just a, it's a great, it's a classic fucking movie. Just, I, there's movies out there that I have not seen because I, because I haven't been sat down. At, you have to watch this movie, Carolyn. It's just, it's just one of those things. He was an Arkham yeah. Asylum guard in Batman and Robin. And that was the one with the infamous bat nipples. Uh, I wonder if he had nipples on his guard uniform. He oh. was in Master of Disguise. <laughs> the, the movie with Dana Carvey. <laughs> oh, I remember that movie. Yeah, Master of Disguise. He played himself. <laughs> he hasn't done any acting gigs since 2014, though. Oh, okay. So it's so a little bit of a time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unauthorized 2020 presidential campaign oh unauthorized unauthorized oh, no. unauthorized he's written some books mm-hmm. conspiracy theory with jesse ventura oh, he, okay. he has a podcast called we the people podcast we the people podcast his guests have included larry king bill Ooh. goldberg chris jericho Whoa. roddy piper donald trump mm-hmm. mark dice oh okay and right uh, leading members of the 9-11 truth movement. They don't say anybody specific. Oh, okay. They had a lawsuit against the TSA in 2011. Hmm. Me too lawsuit, I hope. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. They be touching places. Call 911. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should. So, um, 
there i uh i have i want to do i want to do something different uh-huh. i have a i want to do a little a little little segment and i i think i i need to get some music uh-huh. i was going to record this but then i thought i think it'd be a little bit more fun to do it live on the show do a little <laughs> um i'm not sure what music you need though oh oh like um you know so so i want to do a beauty product review oh and yeah yeah because i i discovered something (laughs) that uh i i thought was pretty cool and i i didn't know it existed and i thought i i gotta talk about this on the show well let me get you some music how about a track you called unexpected excitement (laughs) perfect all right and it's there it is hey guys it's carolyn from hog story what up get yourself a snack you guys because i wanted to do this beauty product review of breast gel so i picked up this stuff called breast gel and i said hey what the heck is that and it's it's gel that uh you put on your breasts and it's it's like 100 percent herbal extract and it, and it it it's moisturizes it elevates the breast as well as enhances uh beauty feminine beauty that is and it increases the size of your breast and they're the collagen production i didn't know that you want to increase the collagen production yeah because well. you're on the itty bitty titty committee bitch well i don't know if that's true well, i wasn't but, saying you specifically there clips. oh no no um but you know, if you want a fuller, firmer, and not set to not look saggy, you know. So your man's One like simple trick to get rid of crepey breast skin. Sorry. Yeah. So your man's like, yeah, Carolyn, your tits look hot, like on point, you know. And that's then that's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> and then you know, give them, give a proper shape to your breasts. Uh, Do they say this? Your brain's getting as saggy as your boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's what's really cool is that uh, non-GMO, non-greasy, uh, and preservative-free, so cool. Um, so I did try it out. Uh, it says on the back of the bottle, uh, keep refrigerated. So I kept it refrigerated, took it out. Um, so you got to shake it well, uh, squeeze the bottle until a big gob comes out of gel and you rub it on your hands and then, you know, you get it on your neck and then, and then on your boobs at the same time. Now, um, it, it's, it's so cold. This is, it's just well, all over. The, you, it's refrigerated. So it's, it's just like way, way too, uh, yeah, it's, it gets a little cold. Um, I, you know, I, I guess I give it like, um, squirt it you know, into your mouth. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it is a hundred percent herbal, uh, extract. So I think you can squirt it in your mouth. Um, but the one thing about it is, uh, you know, your, they do get bigger, but they also, um, your nipples invert. Like sometimes your nipples can invert while the you put the stuff on. Point. 
you know so then so then you gotta like uh get like a uh you know a, a small plunger i guess to <laughs> yeah. uh to un uh little, to undo that plunge nip nip plunge so uh so so then you just like pop it out and then and then and then it's good you know so uh so i think i gave this uh breast gel maybe like a 3.5 at five stars uh i thought i thought it was cool because uh uh they were super soft after like the underneath and around the areolas i thought it was it was it was really nice i have large shapely nipples i have ever since i was born yeah yeah so that was uh that was my uh my, my review there mm, and the tingly numbness of my nipples Thank you guys. Excuse me, I scraped both my nipples on the way down the tree, and I'm gonna go put some lip balm on them in my car. Yeah, yeah. So, did, did you like? Do you like my review? Do you think it's cool? Should I do more? I will answer your question like this: These nipples aren't made for milking, and that's just <laughs> what they'll do. And one of these days, these nipples will squirt all over you. The titties <laughs> are on point. <laughs> I'll also uh, answer your question like this. <laughs> yeah, you get one of these. Air horn, air horn, air horn. Oh, thanks. Hell yeah, because, uh, well, I... Uh, I just felt something hot on my legs. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good segment. Great job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and for that, how about a voicemail? I hate me with a voicemail! Give them a call. Yeah, do it. Pick up the phone. Now, you listen to me, you call center Khalifa! Hey, Pogs. Hey. Um, hey! I hereby challenge Dr. Sir Pasta? Uh, ragu, whatever Kevin oh. said. Yeah, <laughs> I hereby challenge him to a yeah. salami fight. Uh oh. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, the hard Dr. salami. <laughs> anyway, uh, favorite wrestling move. Yes, uh, yes. There's some qualifiers. Mm -hmm. uh, in bed. In bed. Okay. Uh, like Greco-Roman high school wrestling? Well, he didn't put yeah. any stipulations. Professional there. wrestling? No, he did not, yes. Backyard wrestling? Ooh, that All of the above. Too. All of the oh, above, um, yeah. Distracted. Oh, waterbed? Or pool wrestling? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all kind of variables. The possibilities are endless. Uh, it's, it's the, they're endless possibilities. Getting a nice uh, tangle with uh, the opposite sex, of course. Uh, oh. I'm not a Hulk Hogan's <laughs> leak video. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with with his life choices, but I mean, no way, you do what you do, bro. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, did the uh, well purple rain contest go down? What episode was that? I'm a I've been ago. you know kind of screwed with the with the schedule lately. Mary Kate, anyway, Pinsley, she's the winner. In your smoker wrestling, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Doctor, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Doctor, sir, my crotch. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. No, yeah. Any, any, and all wrestling. Yes, all. Yes, uh, we're not discriminating on uh, the type of wrestling. Oh, but I will say this. 
This is a Hog Story special report. Oh, oh, we got a special report. With your hosts, John Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney. Yeah, that's us. That is us. Hello. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. I was just going to say that uh, we're handing the Noah Agenda stream off uh, to the Behind the Scheme guys. Oh, oh, Booberry and Lavish. Booberry, Peekaboo, how you doing? Oh, I love your outfit today. Very uh, sexy. Cheetah, very kinky. kitty cat, you know. <laughs> wow, hello, Peekaboo, how you doing? Love it. Oh, but yeah. yes, uh, handing the stream off to you right now. I mean, yeah. meow. Meow. There it is. We're off the no agenda stream. Uh, yeah. Because we want those Very guys nice. to be on a timely manner. Indeed. I went a little bit yes. over. But, oh, it's 9-11. 9-11. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It is. Um, that's right. If you recall several, several, several episodes ago, mm-hmm. uh, had clips of, um, taken from Hot Ones. The oh, Undertaker yes. was on Hot yes. Ones. Yes. Yes. I recall. Well, I can tell you one thing. My butt is puckered. Yes. I just wanted to replay some of these clips because uh, The Undertaker just seems like a really cool dude. Yes, he does. And uh, this one uh, this one just says, Dad gave me great advice. So I'll see what he says. Okay. My dad gave me some great advice uh, a long time ago. He goes, the toes you step on on the way to the top are connected to the asses you're going to have to kiss on the way back down. So, you know, I like to, I try to treat people the same as I treated them then, the way I, you know, I try to treat them now the way I treated them then and, and, and still like remember what it's like to get those, those missing meal cramps, you know? <laughs> those what cramps? I don't know. Those, oh, uh, okay. Something. To Some- get those, those missing meal cramps, you know? Missile meal cramps. I have no idea. No idea what he said. No, I just, I heard cramps and I thought, ow, cramps, you know? Yeah. And that, that just, just, kind of stole uh, what I was thinking about uh, a toe and ass fetish. Because <laughs> <laughs> those toes are connected to the assholes or the asses you got to kiss. Like, oh, true. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. weird kind of anal sex that uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be into. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but here's one. Uh, this one's called mom scolding okay fact or fiction your mom scolded shane mcmahon when he punched you in the face and drew blood (laughs) my mom scolded a lot of people i had to it got to the point i had to quit uh i had to quit bringing her to the to the shows when i'd go to houston i remember it, it is true by the way yes and she will cuss Triple H to this day. 6'10", 320 pounds. I'm still the baby, right? I'm still her baby, and she thinks she has to help me. It was WrestleMania in Dallas. That's where I wrestled Shane and held a cell. So she was exposed to everybody that she had seen on TV, and I think she cut promos on just about everybody she didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I see, can that. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Here's one called message to fans. How do you okay. want those Undertaker fans to remember you as a wrestler? I think the biggest thing that I want people to understand is is how much they uh, how much they were so instrumental in getting me through so much, and how much it, how important it was to me 
to get out there and perform. I'll look back and, and say that I, I never phoned anything in. I gave everybody everything that I had and always thought about the people that were coming to see me and they were paying their, their hard-earned dollars sometimes in really, really rough times to come see me perform and, and see us perform. So I, I just want people to understand how important it was for me to be the undertaker and give people that little bit of time to escape the real world and uh, and be able to do it for so many years. And that goes back to the fans for keeping me relevant and, and keeping me near and dear to their hearts. I just, it was never lost on me and means the world to me. <laughs> oh, how do I not have That's any great. clips from him when he was on Rogan? Oh, he was on Rogan, wasn't he? Yeah. And I realized that I was just peeing on myself. Squirt oh. it into your mouth. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, we got we got a boostagram from Sir Spencer. Uh, he came in on CurioCaster. And Sir Spencer he came in with 6969 sats. 69! 69, dudes! And he says, keep it sexy, hogs. I'd wrestle you anytime. Well, wrestle shit, you anytime. I'll wrestle you. Bring out that gravy there, son. Whether you got that brown gravy or some of that cream gravy. You know. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm gonna give her a warm front with a possible low of 69. <laughs> All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Love it. Thank you, Sir Spencer. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. <laughs> Tomato gravy. No, no, uh, I think that's uh, spaghetti sauce. Ah, yes, yes, that is sauce. Yes. Watch Fletcher eating spaghetti. <laughs> oh, yeah, and what, um, going back to what uh, The Undertaker said about the toes you step on being connected to the asses you kick. Well, I can tell you one thing my butt is puckered. Or kiss, not kick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it depends on, I guess, your demeanor as you're going back down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you're going down. Very hot. Very hot. Oh, okay. You're not even, even going to try and lie about it. You're just telling me straight up. That is stupid. It's dumb. Very stupid. Why? <laughs> I think it, for this show only. It tastes like a yak's ass on fire. <laughs> yak's ass. Why? It is just. It is not even. It's not even hit its peak yet. Still growing. Still growing. Oh yeah, it's still. It's smoldering, and it's. It's just. Yeah. It's. Uh, uh, there go the hiccups. Yep, I know those all too well. What? <laughs> Who puts that? Who puts that on the ooh? Out of uh, out of Kansas City, if you're if you're if you're curious. <laughs> <laughs> that is brutal. Oh dear. Nice. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh dear. Well, I can tell you one thing: my butt is puckered. <laughs> and Ned posted a recipe. Yeah. Two tomato gravy. Oh. Two tablespoons of butter, half a small yellow yellow onion, finely chopped, one fresh rosemary sprig, two tablespoons all-purpose flour, three quarters of a cup reduced sodium chicken broth, 
You need one 14 and a half ounce can of diced tomatoes, one teaspoon of kosher salt, one teaspoon of sugar. Then you melt that butter in a large saucepan over medium heat. You add onion, rosemary, and cook, stirring often. Three minutes or until onion is tender. Stir in flour until smooth. Cook, stirring constantly for one minute. Stir in the broth until smooth. So smooth. Then you stir in your tomatoes, your salt, and your sugar, and gently crushing tomatoes while stirring. Cook three to five minutes or until just thickened. Discard your rosemary and serve immediately on biscuits. <laughs> Appetizing. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, and they put sugar in it. That's nice. Of course. <laughs> it looks really good. Yeah, it does look good. No wonder. It's because they put sugar in it. I'd eat it. I'd eat it without <laughs> the sugar. I don't care. <laughs> I'm working really hard uh, making phone calls. <laughs> I literally can like pick up a cell phone with my toes, dial. And if you, yeah, if you can do that, uh, you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail. 430-201-4841. And... Yeah. Go away, Baton! Because we want to know uh, what your favorite uh, wrestling move is. Wrestling, wrestling, um, backyard wrestling, backyard wrestling, um, sports entertainment. What is your favorite move that you like? You're killing me. Next caller. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we have more voicemails? Second favorite move would have to be... It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a really unique move called Wow, and it's when I flipped your mom over. Yeah. And first <laughs> favorite move is probably the JFK. Where I'm going <laughs> to blow your brains out in the back of the convertible. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to do the Jackie O. I'm going to be scooping those brains up, trying to put them back inside. <laughs> And I'm going to do one called the central intelligence where I take your brain to hide it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right. the second one is uh, I became a fan of this move because of uh, like the video games, the like mm-hmm. No Mercy and uh all you know, all the wrestling video yeah. games. So, yeah. the move is called the Burning Hammer. Um, okay. It was popularized by uh, Kenta Kobashi. Um, Where part is- of the reason I really like this move the hammer? is because there's two different variations of it, and it's never been kicked out of. So it's a uh, you put somebody up on your shoulders like a fireman's carry, but the the person on your shoulders is facing the ceiling and then mm-hmm. you drive them into the ground it, their head into the ground uh and the second variation is you just have their their wrist in your in your hand so they they can't escape you know it's uh-huh. you know pageantry kind of kind of shit uh-huh. uh 
I see that. Yeah. So, uh, oh. I'll call you back. <gasps> oh, Stop okay. the hammering! Oh, dear. Stop see that the hammering! Stop the hammering out there! Who's got a hammer? <laughs> call fucking Phil Griffin! I don't care who the fuck you have to call! Stop the hammering! And then now she's <laughs> peeing! Oh, is that a real one? <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> and also <laughs> It always gets me. <sighs> Mostly because I could picture his face when he did it. Oh Carolyn! <laughs> oh my Gesundheit. Thank you. <laughs> and I told her that. The, these these voicemails are great, and this uh, this move I, I've seen this move. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And as I was looking it up, and it does does look pretty brutal. It does have there, a follow up voicemail. <gasps> oh, well, he moved the voicemail. Wham! Wham! This ain't, I ain't playing with your ass. Don't call up and play with me. <laughs> All right. So, in conclusion, uh, okay. my current favorite wrestling move is the uh, one winged angel. Uh, it's used by Kenny Omega. It has only been kicked out of once. Uh, so, you put your opponent in the electric chair position. That would be on the shoulders, um, like like chicken in the pool, oh, um, okay. and then you rotate them over your head and drive them into the ground. Um, it's just a really sick move. Have a good night, Hogs. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Make heroism. Yeah, thank you. Make heroism. And I oh. realized that I was just peeing on myself. Squirt it into your mouth. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Abel Kirby. Come on. Coming in with the quad eights. Yeah. He says, My favorite wrestling move is the Boostergram. Oh, yeah. Boostergram. Oh, <laughs> thank oh, you, Abel Kirby. You. <laughs> awesome. Give me the boost. <laughs> boost into a Boostergram. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if you'd ever been in a real fight, you might not be so keen for another. <laughs> that was a random one. I was just looking for fight clips. Oh, fight clips. I'm oh, going to go okay. fight my shadow. <laughs> thank you, Abel I don't, Kirby. Thank you, Abel Kirby. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm still thinking of... Fight, man. No. Because when you're baked, you finally see all the important details, you know? <laughs> well, I hope the candy man gets, gets to uh, fight... Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hassan Piker. That's, that's, that's what first, I'm waiting I thought for. that was a nickname for Abel Kirby. <laughs> no, no. No, no. <laughs> hey. No, Sam Hyde, the, the, oh, yes, the candy man. <laughs> candy Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the voicemails. Yeah, thank you everyone. Yeah. And Great. the boost of grams. 
That's right. And um, I don't think I have any more clips. Oh, okay. Uh, right. I don't know. I mean, I see what Steve Austin has to say. Yeah, let's see what Steve Austin has to say. I mean, it's Austin 316 Hog if you Story. you want me to open up a can of whoop-ass on Hulk Hogan, give me a hell yeah. What? Oh, oh, I just had a great idea. Okay, yeah. play that again. And I and I, just play that again, because I, I think I know what I want. I want an edit for this. Oh. Um, instead of Hulk Hogan, what about Hog Story? Oh, I can't do that on the fly. I know you can't do it when on the fly. When Cold Steve Austin comes inside a squared circle at WrestleMania 30, I opened up a can of whoop <laughs> Comes in where? And li- whipped the living hell out of whoever's in this ring with me. <laughs> come on, you what? Oh, come on, you what? If you want me to open up a can of whoop ass on Hulk Hogan, give me a hell yeah. Uh, I see what you're talking about oh, there. Yeah. Yep. Maybe maybe that's wrong. I don't know. Oh, no. Maybe I no, wasn't we're listening. Gonna I'm going to do it. Okay. Now. No, because he, <laughs> he says Hulk Hogan, but he starts off. He's like, Hulk Hogan. It could yeah, go right yeah, into a hog story. Yeah. Uh huh. You could, you could do a hog story. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear the poop it, story now. <laughs> it's, it's Play great. poop. Yeah. Play poop. Poop. <laughs> poop story. Poop story. Okay. Well, you know. well, we have a question for next week. Yes, we do. I remembered. Good, because I didn't. Check. And I, you know what? I, I did. I was going to use color coded uh, pen because I use a black pen, just like clean you, the poop off our garbage can, as you do. And uh, I, I didn't. I, what I did was was make um, extra lines around next week's question. Oh wait, is the question? Did you put poop on our garbage can <laughs> handle? It is not. It is. I don't know why you're not. talking about poop. Yep. Uh, it is. Uh, what is the best Wi-Fi name you've seen? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So let us know. Four three zero two zero one four eight four one. We will be back on. You know. Monday. You know, <laughs> yes. Seven p.m. Central, eight p.m. Eastern, and we'll be taking your voicemails. And we want to know what is the best Wi-Fi name you've seen. But what's the I know poop story? I know there's so many good ones out there, and I'm I'm just deprived of them out here in the in the boons. So um, Wi-Fi, I want to hear about drink them. Bud Dry. Yep, that's right. That is not the uh, driver's beer. No. But uh, I am the Carolyn. Blaney. And I, I, I know where I was going with that. I don't know where you were either. <laughs> I uh, well, I'm, I'm here um, performing the camel clutch on myself. I'm Fletcher, and uh, we'll be back here on Monday in yeah, the smoker for another episode of Hog Story. That's right. Yeah. Thanks everybody uh, listening live with us, hanging out in the chat rooms, leaving us voicemails, leaving us boostograms, and yeah. thanks to all you listening to the recorded version. Get those voicemails in now. Tell us what's the best Wi-Fi name you've seen. Yeah, the I know. That's right. And if you got any value from the show, you can give value back. You can uh, go to hogstory.com/slash/donate. You could send us a boostergram. Send your satoshis with uh, with a little message. We like to we like to read those. They're so fun. Where'd um, it go? Yeah, yeah. And 
All right. Well, I'll be back on Monday. Adios. Adios. Come in, or are you get done coming? I decided to dress hoarier for for you. Where Thank you, everybody. We have a lot of young listeners who will be giggling. Oh. Adios, small foes. Adios, small foes. Oh, don't, don't be stingy. That's the hard story. There's I'm not Shanetta. trying to smell anything. The whole planet's a dorm room trash can. But what's the poop story? Play poop. Play poop. <laughs>